Giuliani. Hello, this is Rudy Giuliani. Welcome to the Rudy Giuliani Show. Thank you very much for uh, for joining in with us. We've um, we've got a jam packed last day of the week. Just too many things going on, and unfortunately. Too many things that have this country moving in a direction that I think uh, all of us, all of us of clear mind, are very, very uh, concerned about. Uh, maybe one not so unusual, given the fact that this is where uh, the Democrat Party has been taking us for the last two or three years, is the incredible number of attacks on police uh, just since Monday. Twelve officers shot since Monday. That's disgraceful. And it is not only disgraceful, it is absolutely what I was predicting uh, when the um, things were happening that caused it. So I have no confusion over why this is happening. If you do, I suggest you pay more attention to your environment, what's going on around you. So we spent a better part of a whole year in 2020 uniformly destroying the reputation of our men and women in blue. Not the least of which, of course, was done by the communist fraudulent con operation known as Black Lives Matter, assisted by any number of major organizations and corporations in the United States, ones that you buy products from all the time, Coca-Cola being one of them, um, honored by the NFL, the M- uh, MLB. Uh, I don't think the NHL did. Uh, oh, gosh, I, you know. What I should do is list the ones that didn't It'd be shorter. And uh, accompanied by uh, extreme condemnation by me and, and several others for a very special reason. I, ha- I, I, I see nothing uh, at all other than uh, anger and red when a police officer is shot. I had four uncles who were police officers. I had two uncles. I had two cousins who were police officers. And I had a distant cousin who was killed in the line of duty. And I was at the... I was at the bedside of too many police officers who died, and I was at too many police funerals as the mayor, watching little children that would grow up without a daddy, or in some cases a mommy, because they were killed trying to protect you and me, and they were killed carrying out the orders that I gave them to try to interrupt crimes and stop them by putting their lives at risk to protect you. And then I saw what you, I don't mean all of you, I mean the ones of you who participated, I saw what you did to them in 2020, and I knew you were going to encourage those people who have uh, these horrible tendencies anyway to start doing it in large numbers. And uh, this, this only reflects what's been going on for over two years. As someone, I think, who could rightfully say I'm an expert on crime, I will tell you that the nature of crime today is different than crime of 25 or 30 years ago. It is true that in New York, for example, not true in the rest of America, but it is true in New York, we have less crime today than we had, let's say, in, let me just pick it, in 1985. 
or 87 or 88 or whatever. Less crime by numbers, considerably less murders. However, we have a lot more crime, a lot more catastrophically increased amounts of crime than we had just two or three years ago. So that's what people living today have to live with. Uh, They grew up in a relatively crime-free city, the safest in America. And now they're growing up in a city where crime is increasing by extraordinary large percentages. One year, a 50% increase in murder. Next year, a 100% increase in shootings. This year, a 40% increase in grand larceny. These are jarring numbers. It's not like a 2% or 3% increase. But it isn't just the numbers. It's the boldness of the crime. It's the boldness of the crime being performed in a way that it shows absolutely no respect for anyone or anything. No respect for the law, no respect for order, no respect for our society, no respect for our civilization, no no respect for their parents if they have any, no respect for their families, no respect for anyone they love if they love anyone, and certainly no respect for the police. These are, these are people that uh, believe they can do anything they want and that they are in charge of the street. Not the mayor, not the governor, not the president, not the police. They're in charge. They can do what they want. And you say, well, where do they develop that? They developed that watching television in 2020 because they were taught that by the mayor of Minnesota and the mayor of New York and the governor of New York and the governor of Illinois, and the governor of California, and the candidate for vice president of the United States who bailed out violent Black Lives Matter criminals who did much more damage than anyone on January 6th. The number of people killed by the January 6th, not insurrectionist, was zero. The number of people killed by the ones that were coddled and encouraged by almost the entire Democrat Party taking a knee in the hall of Congress, taking a knee to police killers, was 26. In fact, the only person killed in the Capitol that day was killed by a Capitol police officer that appears to have been cooperating in trying to create a riot. How do you take it? How do you take the phoniness of the January 6th committee? You see Raskin? Raskin's a massive liar. Raskin, three, four years ago, was on television doing the same thing about Russian collusion. Telling you how Trump was a Russian agent. Uh, Shortly thereafter, telling, telling people... When I got the hard drive, it was Russian disinformation. We now definitively know the truth, don't we? Who was lying about Russian collusion? Raskin, the same weasel liar you see on television now, lying about January 6th. Who was telling the truth about Russian collusion? Donald Trump. Who was lying about my being a Russian agent? Raskin. 
Who was telling the truth? Me. Why, all of a sudden I changed? I'm going to start lying about January 6th when I told the truth about Russian collusion? When I told the truth about the hard drive? When I'm the one who discovered Biden's criminality? If it wasn't for me, you wouldn't know about it. If it wasn't for the fact that I was willing to put up with what the left wing wants to do to me, you wouldn't know about it. And I knew they wanted to do it to me. If I wasn't willing to put up with their suspending my law license for no damn reason at all, other than to get back at me. I know who they are and I know what they are. They're communists. And they've gotten to the minds of a lot of people who have unfortunate tendencies and they've driven those tendencies to an extreme, which is to attack the best among us, the people who preserve and protect our lives. If you don't get angry about this, go live somewhere else. Go live somewhere where they don't respect law. Go live somewhere where they don't respect human life. Go somewhere where they don't respect honor. Go somewhere where they don't respect human beings who lay down their lives for other human beings. You don't belong among civilized human beings if you don't respect the police. Do they have some policemen that do bad things? You're damn right they do. They got everybody does bad things in a certain percentage. But they yeah, got a lot more Black Lives Matter people that do catastrophically bad things. Like murder. To try to compare January 6th to what Black Lives Matter and Antifa did day after day after day after day is complete left-wing propaganda designed to destroy Donald Trump. Does that say they did anything right? No. That's like saying it was okay to rob a bank because somebody else robbed 20 banks and killed 40 people. But there's a big difference between robbing a bank and killing no one and robbing 40 banks and killing 40 people. One has done a little bit more damage to society, don't you think? One deserves a little bit more attention, don't you think? So January 6th gets all the attention. And it's as if the Black Lives Matter and Antifa murders never took place. Except we are living a lot more with the repercussions of that than we are with January 6th. Nothing happened after January 6th. If there was an insurrection that was going to be accomplished without guns, which Trump didn't know about, it stopped. (laughs) What happened after that? What was the plan? To go around the Capitol dressed up like clowns? But we know the plan of Black Lives Matter. It went on for an entire summer. They didn't kill one person. They killed 26, 27. They destroyed the respect that people have for our police. Destroyed it. We're watching the repercussions of what they did right now. In, 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 in the, in the, in the death of Sergeant Justin DeMonte. And the others. Directly attributable to the propaganda, to the encouragement of Black Lives Matter and all the sucker-uppers 
from American corporate world hanging around them. I condemn them as much as I do Black Lives Matter, and I call upon them to apologize. I think they should sue Black Lives Matter to get their money back. They're going after Trump for fraud on banks that weren't defrauded. Why don't we go after Black Lives Matter for actually defrauding and stealing money? Where the hell are you now, Trish James? Black Lives Matter stole money. You're supposed to police. You're supposed to police charities. I know you ran for office thinking you only had to police Donald Trump. And I also know you don't have an ounce of integrity if you don't go after Black Lives Matter. We'll be right back with a few more very moderate suggestions. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back with you uh, for uh, the Rudy Giuliani Show as we head into the weekend. Don't forget Uncovering the Truth on Sunday, in case I forget to mention it, with Dr. Maria Ryan. Uh, we've got so much to cover this week, and... Uh, Ooh, and I really enjoy that show. I think you do, uh, you do too. And I'm going to take a call just to break things up a little from Joseph. Hello, Joseph. Somehow we're not hearing you well, Joseph. You're in Connecticut, right? Joseph? Sounds, looks like we're, we're, uh, so let's go to Bert. Hey Bert, Hello, how are you? I'm good, how Bert. You? How are you? You're you're in Brooklyn. Oh. It always comes across clearer from Brooklyn, the best Brooklyn borough. Comes across nice and clear and loudly. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, from Brooklyn. I got a special, you know. I I know that Bishop Locke. When I met you in the '93 campaign, let's uh, give a cheer for old Notre Dame. <laughs> Remember that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lachlan, uh, fight a, for what? victory. Right. Okay, good. Here's the here's the question topic. The the Supreme Court leak in July, in June. What happened to that investigation? There was supposedly only forty or fifty suspects, and the whole thing dropped like a lead balloon. Well, you think maybe there's a cover up going on? No. Come on, you could find that one. Uh, I investigate. <laughs> I investigated crimes. I mean, just looking at that, I'm laughing. When I think of the things that I investigated as a baby. That was so much more complicated than that. First of all, did they polygraph them? Why not polygraph all of them? That's a good way to start. It's not conclusive. It's not conclusive. Helps a lot, though. Even the reaction of the people and whether they're going to be polygraphed or not. And um, even and even if the person comes out having passed it or failed it, it's not going to be conclusive evidence, but it's going to start zeroing things out, in or out including peripheral questions that can then lead you to who did it, who had access to the information, where, uh, where were they in relationship to the person to whom it was leaked. I mean, I, I hate to say this because it sounds arrogant as hell. This is like for, a, you know, like a second-grade detective. I don't mean second-grade, like second-grade detective, first-grade detective. I mean second-grade like you were in kindergarten, first-grade, second-grade. We, uh, I used to have a, I used to have a show, uh, a game. I, my 
One of my uncles gave me was a cop called Clue. I don't know if any of you ever played Clue, but I think it sharpened my abilities as an investigator. So I'd suggest that somebody play Clue a couple of times and then go back and find the uh, creepy uh, Ivy League uh, uh, piece of scum who uh, leaked that in order to uh, create uh, confusion in the United States and really dishonor a great court. And here's what I don't like. Stop the disrespect for the court. It is true that those uh, men and women uh, stick very much to the uh, ideology that they have. Um, but did you ever consider maybe they really do have that ideology? That they do really believe it? They're not like uh, the slimy politicians. It's not the same. The, the slimy politicians, you know, they change. I remember Romney when he ran for when he ran for governor, uh, for president. As governor, he was pro-choice, pro-gun control, uh, pro-global warming, end of the world, and I don't remember what else. Uh, but uh, he became uh, vehemently pro-life. He remembered some incident that changed his mind. But we're going to take a short break, and we'll be back on the uh, subject of hypocrisy, which which could take uh, years. Rudy Giuliani. Former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani back, having checked on whether it is politically correct and appropriate for me to co- cover this story. I'm going to see if I can cover it in a politically correct way. This story is from the New York Post, and the headline is Bob Bob Burp, Scientists Breeding Sheep to Belch and F-A-R-T Less. You know why? You got it. Greenhouse gases. Now, this makes the point that my common sense has uh, taught me from the very beginning about this. The universe, the sky, is huge. It is dramatically big. It is, we are little teeny ants when you look down on us. Do you think really that the belching and the one word I can't say, Sheep really has an impact? Please. You're driving that poor Swedish girl crazy. I mean, she's having breakdowns and stuff like that. Will you stop it? Will you stop it with this insanity? Why do you take things that have some degree of validity, I'm talking to the left wing, and turn them into pathological uh, exaggerations like... Uh, um, January 6th was worse than September 11 or worse than Pearl Harbor or it was an insurrection without a, without a, without a gun or no follow up plan. Why do you do that? You know why you do it? Because your, your program for America is useless. Your program for America is to destroy it. It's to make it a communist country. It's to get rid of our separation of powers, get rid of our Supreme Court. Uh, you become the arbiter of, of speech. You already are. You become the arbiter of what you can say and can't say. You get to control everything. Uh, that's why, that's why, uh, uh, you do, you, you do that. 
So uh, we're going to have, uh, in a short while, we're going to have the uh, candidate for governor of Pennsylvania on, Doug Mastriano. And um, so we don't waste his time. Let me just give you his background. He is a decorated Decorated, brave, wonderful, and very intelligent military officer of the rank of colonel. Served, I believe, 27 years in the military. He is a teacher and a uh, published, many time published author and uh, one of the really true scholars on Gettysburg, uh, writer of some distinction, uh, who is being painted as um, some kind of a MAGA deplorable by the uh, uh, left wing, very close to communists that he's running against. The guy that he's running against, Shapiro, is one of the reasons why so many people are getting killed in Philadelphia. He's a very, very big supporter of Krasner, the DA in Philadelphia. Krasner was one of the first uh, crooked uh, uh, crooked uh, 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 DAs that were, uh, that were put in, uh, one of the first progressive DAs. That's, those are the DAs who like criminals and hate victims. He was one of the first where the police walked out and wouldn't bring their cases to them. It's estimated that he doesn't take, uh, he takes uh, less than 50% of the cases brought to him by the police. The proof is in the pudding that Shapiro and Krasner are dangerous. Uh, I mean, uh, Shapiro's the AG and could stop Krasner in two seconds and doesn't, and he defends him. Uh, and if he becomes governor, you can expect more Krasners. Uh, since Krasner has been there and Shapiro, uh, Philadelphia set records. Now, they haven't set records for winning Super Bowls, and they haven't set records for a uh, number of kids who graduated with, you know, great uh, 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 educations. They set record uh, for murder. Yeah, yeah, murder. So this guy who's the uh, AG under his watch, Philadelphia sets a record for murder with his guy who's a DA, who really is a traitor DA. I mean, uh, Philadelphia, for all intents and purposes, does not have a prosecutor. It has a public defender's office and then a public defender's office that helps the public defender. Uh, and, and people do not go to jail. Uh, without even looking at it, it's not terribly different than New York. I would say I could probably come to Philadelphia and in three weeks identify for you that about 40 to 50 percent of the people that are out on the street that are committing crimes could easily be in jail if you had a halfway skilled, non-ideological, non-socialist communist DA paid for by millions from George Soros, supported by Shapiro supported by Fetterman. That's why you have to vote Republican. You want to bring crime down, then don't vote for Democrats. They're the ones who are creating the crime. The crime in Pennsylvania, in Philadelphia, is created by the Democratic Party and three particular people who have major roles in it are Shapiro, Fetterman, and Krasner. Two of them you can knock out of office right now, and you can save lives. And if you don't do it, you're the ones who are going to regret it a year from now, and you're going to be calling me up, and you're going to be saying, what can we do about this? Well, I'm telling you right now what you can do about it. Vote for Doug Mastriano. Vote for Dr. Oz. Get rid of these two maniacs who like criminals.
They don't like victims. They like criminals. They hate cops. That's why you never hear them say a bad word about Black Lives Matter. You'll never hear them say a bad word about Black Lives Matter. You know why? I'm going to tell you why. Soros is the chief investor in Black Lives Matter. Soros is the chief investor in Antifa. Soros is the chief investor in the Democratic Party. Oh, and by the time we're finished, uh, I will explain to you in a podcast and then a documentary the role that Antifa played in January 6th, completely being avoided by the phony committee. Here's how you – let me make it easy for you about the committee. How can that committee make any claim on morality? First of all, how can they make any claim on morality? They are some of the most well-known liars in America, exposed in a lie trying to depose the president. And only the left-wing press believes them. You look at Shifty Schiff or that other guy Raskin or the chairman of the committee or the chairman of the committee is all upset that Trump wouldn't accept the the uh, 2020 election. He didn't accept the 2016 election. Maybe he should check into the jail where he's holding people for 14 or 18 months. I don't like phonies. I never did, Republican or Democrat. Phonies, really bad, really bad. I tell you, it's just too much. It's just too much. What's going on? And, 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 and I'm very, I'm very, um, I'm very concerned because we're getting very close now. We're getting very close now to the, to the, um, to the time when you can do something. We spent the last year and a half with many people asking me, what can I do? What can I do? As people are getting murdered left and right. As we have a, as we have a period of time like this with, with the police being shot all over the place. What can we do? What can we do? What can we do? What can we do? Here's what we can do. We can vote out of office the people whose policies are directly creating it. This isn't personal. It's business. The policies of a Shapiro, the policies of a Hochul, the policies of a Fetterman, if he even knows he has policies, are creating it directly. Pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon. Please, people, do that. That's what you're chanting. Please. Pigs, please. Fry them like bacon. Kill them. Because they're bad people. And then you see uh, people like Shapiro and Fetterman taking a knee, never condemning it, supporting Krasner as he lets 40% of the criminals go free. So I'm waiting for I'm waiting for Doug to call in. Maybe something got uh, screwed up here. But I have with me a political expert who worked for President Trump and is now helping candidates, including Tom Barrett in uh, Missouri and uh, Caroline Levitt in New Hampshire. Uh, and his name is Ted Goodman. So um, tell me a little about those, those are two critical races. That's right. That's Very, right, Mr. I, Mayor. I know the I know the New Hampshire one against uh, Pappas, and that guy is a, a that guy is definitely a Biden clone, and both of them, and both of them um, 
Did I say Missouri? I meant I should have said Michigan. Um, so the first thing I can say before you tell me about it is b- b- voting against either Tom or, or Caroline is voting for uh, is vo- is voting for the speaker who doesn't have moving uh, facial parts. So um, so tell me about them. First of all, thank you, Mr. Mayor. And that's right. Uh, you know, across this country in these congressional races, you have someone like Tom Barrett in Michigan and Caroline Levitt in New Hampshire going up, up against uh, individuals. So for the Tom Barrett race in Michigan, right, you have Alyssa Slocket. In a lot of races across the country, you have these Democrats who are talking to their people, you know, their constituents and claiming to be these, like they use the word, moderate Democrats, right, this, that, and the other thing. When what the mayor said is absolutely true. At the end of the day, these are going to be rubber stamp votes for Nancy Pelosi for the failed Biden agenda, the economic agenda that's caused record inflation. You know, the cost of everything from groceries to gas skyrocketing. So while these Democrats in places like Michigan and New Hampshire are going to claim to be some sort of moderate, you know, I'm going to listen to my constituents. It's not true. They're going to listen to the big money interests from out of state. And they're going to be a rubber stamp for Nancy Pelosi and this failed Biden agenda. Yeah, immediately. I mean, their first vote. Their first vote is for the Democrat left-wing socialist leadership that has passed probably the most destructive, um, uh, the most destructive legis- legislation to our economy in American history. I mean, uh, the, uh, just today, one of the big banks uh, said that inflation is completely the cause of Biden's legislation. Completely caused by nothing else. Biden's legislation alone caused most of the recession. One hundred percent. And that's why, as the mayor said, one way to really help is to uh, support candidates like Tom Barrett in Michigan, like Caroline Levitt in New Hampshire. They're up against big money interests. As the mayor said, they're, they're up against these corporations, these, you know, woke corporations who are, who are working with organizations like BLM. They don't want people like Tom Barrett in office because someone like Tom Barrett is going to listen to his constituents and the people. As opposed to someone like Alyssa Slocken, a Democrat congresswoman in Michigan, who's nothing more than a rubber stamp for Nancy Pelosi in this failed Biden agenda. Well, I think that the, re- the, re- the, re- the reality is that we have to look at this as a, na- as a, national, as a national election. A vote, a vote. I mean, you say that these things come down to these things come down to local elections. But yeah. the reality, but the reality is. The reality is that they come down to getting the leadership out of office. Yes, and not allowing these Democrats to lie to their constituents and claim to be something they're not as re-election approaches. Their first interest isn't their constituents. It's liberal donors from outside these states, you know, outside interests, and it's this woke agenda being pushed by Nancy Pelosi and, and these liberals. Yeah, I think that – I think that – um we learned, particularly with the discipline of the Democratic Party, that even with a one, even with a one-vote margin, even with a one with Harris, really the one, they can just keep that discipline. And Mansion, and Mansion will double-cross us. That's right. And real quick, I, I just want to just a quick sidebar. I'm with the mayor here in New York, and I want to tell you, I was just out on the street, Upper East Side. And I, you had people coming up to the mayor and thanking him 
and wishing he was in office. And I promise you, these are dyed-in-the-wool liberal <laughs> Democrats to, to a person. These are Democrats. I can, look, I'm good at reading people. But they're coming up to Mayor Giuliani, and they're thanking him. I, 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 they're thanking him. These are people that have probably never, outside of, these are not Republican voters in 2022. Well, nothing, nothing has done um, so much for my reputation and Mike, uh, and Mike Bloomberg than de Blasio and Adams, I'll have to tell you. It's it's kind of like uh, uh, President Carter's birthday present, I guess. It wasn't for the rest of America, but Biden. And, and all, all of a sudden, Carter looks like a good president. And and look, this, when it came to the mayor here, you know, this is why these people are respecting him, right? Because they see someone who loves this country, who has respect for rule of law, and understands personal responsibility. It wasn't about, oh, you're Republican or Democrat. They came up and thanked Rudy, the mayor, for doing his job. Keeping well, the streets I, that's, the safe. Part, that's the part that's missing now. It's almost impossible, Ted, to find people that do that. It doesn't matter if you're a Republican or a Democrat. I mean, because um, party, particularly on the Democrat side, my God. I mean, we consider that we have like traitors in the Republic and they vote differently. Maybe there's a little something healthy to that in the sense that we're not just this monolithic. Bingo. You know, maybe. bingo, Mayor, bingo. It's also These, a sign of corruption too when you're that when you're that and weak and weak people. These Democrat lead, these are weak politicians. Again, in places like Michigan, where they will tell the constituents, "No, I'm here for your interest." But at the end of the day, they're going to yeah. do whatever Pelosi, yeah. President Biden, tell them to do. They're going to vote how they tell them to vote, not how their constituents back in Michigan. Well, you guys, hang on. We're going to be back. For the mayor's final word, and we'll still, still see if we can find, we can see if we find Doug. Maybe I screwed this one up. We'll, we'll see. The mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. For the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, mayor's final thoughts. This is Rudy Giuliani, and yes, I'm back with the mayor's final thoughts for T2T.org, Tunnel to Towers. That's the organization that, uh, Make sure that uh, men and women in uniform are taken care of when the worst happens. When they are catastrophically wounded, we build smart homes for them. And when they're lost in the line of duty, then it's Frank Siller for, for T2T.org that's there to pay off the mortgage on their home. Unfortunately, this, they've been put under a great deal of stress as a result of Black Lives Matter and the Democrat Party. Uh, war on the police, which is what it's been. I mean, let's not mince words. That's what's gone on, and that's why you have what, you, what you're seeing right now. So it really is time to make your $11 a month contribution. Get on that list. And if you already made that contribution, I don't know, increase it. Make it more. It, it, inflation affects them, too. So just think about it, all right? But, I mean, get that $11 in for absolute uh, 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 certain. This weekend, uh, there's going to be tonight a debate between uh, Walker and Warnock. That's a crucial race. There are about eight crucial ones. We'll go over them next week, and that's one of the main ones. That would be a takeaway. That would be the Republicans. I mean, should nothing else happen and everybody wins and loses and wins and loses, the Republicans would go up by one. And uh, Warnock has a slight lead right now, according to the public polls, which have, uh, for at least the last 25 years, been two to three points skewed in the favor of, 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 um, of Democrats. Uh, the first time that I 
won. I was losing by six points in the um, in the poll taken on election day by the Democrats, and I won by two. And um, you know, Trump was losing against Hillary, and Bush was losing against so. Uh, the, oh, and the last time we took the House by huge numbers, we were down by two points the day of the election. So when we were within two points, this is an extremely doable election. And all the emphasis has been put, of course, on certain scandals involving Walker, and they ignore the fact that Warnock ran over his wife, who, by the way, explains it herself, explains what an what, what a uh, out-of-control, violent, hypocrite Warnock is. Plus, let's forget all that. Warnock is the reason you have inflation, because he voted for it. Warnock voted for everything Biden and Schumer and Pelosi want. And Warnock is, for all of his hiding and whatever, without any doubt, a very, very strong member of the express train to Marxism. He's doing everything he can to ruin the form of government we have, and the way of life we have. So there are allegations of scandals with Walker. There are equal allegations of scandals with Warnock. They're just not uh, talked about. It's like Biden. Biden had the woman who said that he aggressively attacked her. Well, that woman is the one woman that the women's movement says is a liar. If a woman comes forward and says it's a Republican, it's true. If a woman comes forward and says it's a Democrat like Bill Clinton, Bill Clinton raped me. No, no, you're a liar. No, no, you're a liar. Or Warnock's wife, the man's violent. He he ran me over. No, no, you're a liar. Oh, uh, uh, the man said sexually inappropriate things to me. He's a Republican. Oh, that's true. Come on, let's cut it out. we got a country to run here. God bless you all. This weekend's a big weekend to pay attention to the election. Also, the Yankees are tied right now going into the eighth inning. So go Yankees! Go America. Just thank God you're an American. God bless America. Don't forget I'm covering the truth. America's Mayor Rudy Giuliani. 